to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important clear news from across the globe. With news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Weeby, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. Yeah, I guess Jack Ruby was the first superhero in history, <laughs> if you really think I mean, about he, it. Uh, right. I mean, I, I mean, superhero. I mean, Superman was nineteen thirty-eight. Kill, he killed a presidential assassin. <laughs> What what have so you did, ever uh, done? So did Boston Corbett. He killed uh, John Wilkes Booth. Ooh. Barry Corbett. Boston Corbett. <laughs> the guy from the guy from Northern Exposure. Northern Exposure. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest uh, yeah. part of that was that two of you knew it. <laughs> yeah, wow. I, I know who Boston a, Corbett is. I don't yeah. know who Barry Corbett is. Well, it shaped our young lives. A lot of who we are is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Eric Corbett's honky. So he's the guy who killed Booth, right? Well, Boston Corbett. Yeah, yeah. Believe yeah he's Booth ever Booth. died, Brian. Well, and I have a I have a follow up question. This because this is something I think is true. But as we're joined again by as I'm as we'll introduce him, again, I'm sure by <laughs> no, you go Eric ahead Krug, and preemptively our, introduce him. That's that's I, fine, Brian. Sure, our presidential yeah, historian, was... our our friend of the friend of the podcast. Um, the phrase. Your name is Mud, or your name will be Mud. Is that related to the Lincoln assassination it, at all? Somehow? No, that's Primus. That's the band Primus. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Mud. Gosh, man! Oh, I've always heard that it was, but it seemed too convenient. Yeah, what is it? Like maybe they like they were accused of assisting Booth somehow, or like like hiding right. him, or there was. I always heard that it was the doctor. Like your, your name will be Mud. The doctor who treated Booth was Doctor Mud, and he did not know that Booth had tried to kill the president, but he was nevertheless convicted and That's sent it, to the Florida yeah. Keys, and then helped with some kind of like yellow fever outbreak when he was in prison in the Florida Keys. Oh, wow. oh yeah. I don't I don't know, but yeah, no, I was trying to remember it. I was just looking it up, and I, it was the it was the doctor who set Will, John Wilkes Booth's ankle because remember, he busted his ankle when he jumped right. from the balcony. Oh yeah, and so Sixth he was the guy, right? He was the guy that like set his ankle, and then Booth went on the run, and then he got um, tried as a conspirator, and so that's where the uh, your name is mud thing comes from. Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with I'm Brian Camp. I'm Mike Weeby, and this week we've got special. You know what? I'm gonna let go ahead and let Brian say this again. I wanted to get it. <laughs> oh, we went twice. Say, twice. We're joined. We are joined today with our one of our most favorite guest hosts. This is the second time on here. Really, it's third time, but we 86 the second. Oh. Uh, Eric Krug. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, our presidential expert here to talk to us about things all presidential. I know Kevin has a, a whole host of stories based solely around centering on. Weird presidential well, news. I, so this is this is going to be a good one. I didn't one. know that, this that is Eric gonna be... was going to be on until an hour ago. So we we yeah, just that's... have normal. Uh, we well, I'll tell you what we've got this week. We've got yeah, so it makes even less sense that you guys brought him back. <laughs> we've got a special true crime episode with two true crime oh, news shit. stories, a true crime bonus story for our Patreon listeners, and as Mike and Brian told you, we're joined by presidential expert and comedian Eric Krug. Well, who knows more about crime than somebody who cares about the presidents? All those fucking guys do is commit mm. crimes. True. Okay. Ooh, edgy, okay. edgy Mike has just shown up. Edgy, <laughs> the edgy fourteen-year-old. It'd, it'd be like yeah. it'd be like if Eric, if Eric was a was a congressional expert, and we had a mm. whole episode that was all about clowns. <laughs> <laughs> all right that was pretty good, <laughs> good right? oh, yeah. i remember what nixon said if the president does it it's not a crime boom case yeah. closed case closed that kind of i mean it makes a, a little bit of sense right i mean i didn't think that people, i didn't think that was true but i keep hearing people talk about how yeah. Trump can't be charged and i was like is that a that's, that it's nowhere rule? in the i'm going to tell you right now that's nowhere <laughs> in the constitution it's a justice department policy that's what I don't understand. It's like, you know, it's just like, well, you know, it's just a norm. Mm -hmm. You don't charge presidents. Like, they can just do anything. I don't and think I that's can, the I way. I can tell you for a fact, uh, I don't know if you know this, Eric, but you, uh, Ulysses S. Grant used to 
like race around uh Washington DC and his his uh chariot or whatever it is what is it carriage and he we get, like a ben hur yeah. chariot <laughs> yeah with, with the greek spikes on it and uh oh, hell and yeah. got pulled over by by a cop on more than one occasion for it and ticketed that's fucking cool let me i, 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 let I me follow too. up i don't think you heard me what i said but is it true that if the president pulls out his penis you have to say it's big Yes, that's no, that's true. When the president's holding it, you have to be impressed. That's the that's the Johnson rule, you know. The Johnson, <laughs> you know, you is it, it double meaning? The double entendre. Yeah, it's a bit of a double did entendre. He, hey, did he know that when he was running for president that he had the biggest penis? <laughs> I mean, I assume those guys like yeah. talked about it. Is there a size chart of presidential penises? God, I would love that. I would have that. I would have that on my wall. Like like in, in Caster, <laughs> like Caster Plus. Right. Oh, that would At be the so very good. top is the blue whale, and then it's just all the presidents. Yeah. There's just a, there's just what is it, forty six penises? Oh, no, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, forty five, because Grover Cleveland's, you know, gets counted twice. Right. But maybe he well, had a growth spurt. Bigger the second penises. time. Yeah. <laughs> two just two Grover Cleveland penises. That doesn't feel right. <laughs> you, should, you shouldn't get two penises just because it was not Well, I mean, it's an interesting scientific thing of whether penises uh get larger as you get older or smaller. Mm. That's true. Like fingernails. If you ever dig up a corpse, it's got yep. like a two foot dick. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> never stops growing. I like that. Like, you know, you know, after you die, your dick never stops growing. <laughs> a lot of, if you a try lot of to, teen suicides have been chalked to, up to a desire to increase penis length. You try to rob a really old grave when you bust open the coffin, it's just all dick. <laughs> just <laughs> curled around the inside of the casket. <laughs> just a bunch of dick unfurled. It's like one of those cans <laughs> with the springy snakes in it when you try to open it. Yeah. Yeah, everybody stand back right. and crack open this coffin. Right. Yeah. It'd probably make me... your hair turn white like that. <laughs> Makes me wonder if Frankenstein's dick keeps getting bigger as long as he... Well, because I guess he's alive, but is his tissue undead? Mm. He's alive again. His heart's beating, I guess. Yeah, I think his right. heart is beating. Yeah, he's not a zombie. He's a he's a living human. His zombies' with... penises continue to get bigger. Well, that's true. Until they fall off. That's why they walk so slow. <laughs> hey, that's good stuff. <laughs> that's how you get things going. So which president... I do want to know this because we always say it's Kennedy, but we don't. I I want to know which president got the most action. Yeah, I would think it was Kennedy. I'm always curious, though, how little we know about if we don't know a lot about the fucking habits of the early guys. Yeah, Yeah. I think I think we kind of because like that was always my like there's a lot of rumors that Washington also fathered a slave, which I don't believe. But there's rumors out there out of it. But I'm like, the reason I don't believe one. Well, one of the reasons I don't believe it is. Everybody knew, even at the time, about Jefferson's, like, right. you know, slave relationship. Right. Everybody knew that Hamilton was, like, fucking everything that moved, even before he got right. busted for that sex typical, scandal. So typical like... rapper. Typical rapper. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, those things, like, those things were out there. And I feel like <laughs> if the, if you were, like, really doing something salacious, there'd be some murmur of rumors. Right. So I, get, I feel like it always got, but I feel like it's got to be Kennedy. Like, I, I know mean, this, that... Is so there many any chance Clinton is has... I mean, it had more relations than Kennedy. That's, you know what? I would, I would say that I would say that's possible only because I feel like Bill Clinton would fuck anything. Yeah. And Kennedy at least seemed right. Well, there's more that, but it's just when, when I, I heard the testimony of the various women he inelegantly was with, I, it sounds so awkward and so weird. And I just feel like, he was somebody with, who clammed up in those situations. Well, he was great with Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like his the whole cigar thing, like that's well, dope. That's, a, right. that's later. That's pretty, that you know, nice. it'd build that's up to that. <laughs> Kennedy's life of of extramarital fucking was cut tragically short too. So <laughs> I agree. Like he if, he, if he had had numbers. a whole career, yeah. if he had a whole career, then sure. But that's I feel true. like Clinton. I mean for. There's a good chance Clinton right now, with the help of some modern medical marvel, is with, you know. That's a good point. A lady. I mean, again, if you're talking like career points or like points per game, you know, that's the. 
Like, I, don't, I don't really have a lot of respect for those career world records because it's just like, ah, oh, that just means you played more seasons, you know? You you hung around longer, yeah. right? Now I want to. I want to know when to leave. Yeah, I want a per capita side by side. Like, give me the years of Kennedy in his prime versus Clinton in his prime. Okay. And I want to know who's winning that challenge. And also Johnson. I mean, oh, in his prime. If we're we're talking his prime. You got to put uh, Roosevelt in there too. FDR. Yeah, but I don't. I don't get the impression that R- Roosevelt was like going hog wild. I feel like he just had certain. He seemed to be more he of an certain ladies. Guy. He was letting. He was letting some ladies go wild on his hog, though. <laughs> oh, for sure. But he seemed to be more of an affair guy. Yeah, like okay. not a, not a yeah. like I'll oh, I'll yeah. chase skirt any way I can get it. Okay. Type of guy. There's not really. Honestly, Julio didn't rob not, him of the use of his. That was later. Yeah. Well, he still had an. He's and the, what's funny is he still had an affair, even though yeah. I don't think his penis worked. But he was still he was still with his mistress uh, when he died. Actually, yeah, they called him the Tongue Bandit. True, <laughs> <laughs> but I did see there has to be a March of Dimes joke about this somehow. I, I don't know what it is. Though. I'm trying it's to really think of how we we rework some <laughs> FDR quotes. <laughs> for, uh-huh. Well, you know, and it is appropriate that we have a presidential expert <laughs> here on President's Day. Holy shit, it is. I, there is actually a reason for this to be happening. Eric's two <laughs> yeah. favorite, you know, Eric's two favorite holidays are first President's Day, but it, and then also 9-11. You know, this oh, is, I do love 9-11. This <laughs> is going to mean mm-hmm. a lot on March 8th when this episode comes out. Oh, President's Day! I know it's been like fifty weeks. I mean, Can't we're wait. doing we, this podcast is about the news, and the news happened in the past. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. oh, there's unless lots of news in the past. Unless you're doing future mm-hmm. news, but I might be. That's Don't prophecy, really. Right. That's prognostication. We should have a prophecy special every now and now yeah. again. I was going to say, though, I, the more I think about, it, I don't think there's like as many pussyhound presidents as people think. Honestly, well, wasn't there? I so I saw on eBay once for sale the letter Benjamin Harrison wrote to his mistress, telling her that his wife had died. Oh, interesting. And again, Harrison's the one I know the least about. It was it? I mean, was it? But was it's he? like, well, I guess, I guess I should say, like, I think there's a lot of them. That, there was a lot of them that had affairs, but not like like full on yeah. pussy and presidents. Like, I think okay. Warren G. Harding was a pussy on president. Yeah, like and, yeah. Johnson. I mean, if you're talking the years that they right. were there, but also, I mean, like, not uh, probably nobody's favorite, but Trump probably put some numbers up there. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I In guess his, he's always kind of like quote unquote prime, but I don't think I don't know that he ever even had sex with his wife during his presidency. <laughs> Both plausible. I'm not saying, and I'm not even oh, saying yeah. that because oh, I don't like him, but there does seem to be like a. He's aggressively unhealthy. Like it does seem. I mean, I don't know, but he's also the type of dude that would shoot a, shoot up uh, some liquid Cialis or whatever right. to get it, get it going. Yeah, right. I also feel like he probably doesn't really care if she's pleased or not. So he's just probably yeah, like, yeah. probably just rubbing up against her under the sheets. Yeah. And well, there there are those theories like that he <laughs> is almost asexual. Like there was a story where he he'd gone out with this supermodel and like took her back to his place and was like, hold on, I'll be back in a minute. And like was gone for like half an hour and she went to look for him and he was in bed watching TV, eating a bowl of candy. (laughs) And I don't want to like him, but that's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're finally getting Mike to come around on, uh, you know, right. I I, I mean, it's like one of those things of like, you know, it's, it's a lot easier when it's not actively like you know ruining my family or whatever right. but um <laughs> oh yeah it's but yeah like, like and, and who knows it may it may come back and i'm not like you know not not backing off on that he's the wrong man for the job of the presidency but <laughs> but meatball ron <laughs> Meatball Ron is really funny. <laughs> I'm. I think. I think that Biden will get reelected because he's secretly what we all want a president to be. Have you noticed that? Like, if you do jokes about Biden now, everyone can laugh at them, like Democrats yeah. and Republicans. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. what we've missed. That's interesting. 
we we finally have a president that we all all could just be like whatever. Yeah, like, and I think I think we love yeah. it. Yeah. I think we fucking secretly yeah. love because I yeah. can't think of any other candidate who can provide us that that we all can just be like, yeah, this Yahoo, you fucking right. he's boring. We he's crave old. buffoonery. Yeah, we crave <laughs> something that kind of unites us and just being like, you know, government is real meh. Yeah. yeah. And what uh, do do we think that right now on President's Day? Do we think that the next? Do you think it's going to come down to Trump versus? Versus uh, Biden or Ron Meatball Ron versus Meatball Ron. I think it's I a question. Think. I think it's a third question mark that we haven't gotten to yet. What do you mean by that? I don't. I think. I think when. I think when Trump really kind of relaunches everything, I think people are going to realize how exhausting it was for him to be president. And like, I feel you know, like they already are. Yeah, and I, I just. I don't think he's going to be able to get that momentum back. I think he's going to have the core group but I don't think he's going to be able to put it over the finish line this time. I was just saying, even before the midterms, I was already saying yeah. I didn't think he was going to be the nominee. Right. So you think it'll be meatball Ron? Well, he's definitely the best chance now, but I mean, I think it's long enough away that it could be. Yeah. I think there's going to be a, a, I think there's going to be a third, somebody else that comes out. That's just, we don't know about yet. And it's, that's going to be the person who kind of unites that, that political block. I, I have, I have two predictions. The first is that, and I'll, I would put money on this, that it will be, as Mike says, meatball Ron, only because he will secure the nomination and he will be, the, the, the left will be so poised to launch the same type of attacks that they attacked Trump with, but he is not Trump and people will want to paint him with the same brush. And so yeah. he will be able to respond to that. And then that will build his base and he will regrow the Republican brand. That's prediction one. Prediction two is what I wish would happen is that we would have, we need another, we need another general president. We need another Eisenhower. We need, we need four years of, let's just build some shit. Let's just right. chuck all this other stuff to the side. I don't really understand it. And let's just do some, do some work. That'd be nice. You can't get that general president until you get a get a war, though, because that's where those general presidents come oh, from. Oh, man. Well, it's only a matter of time. Let's get it going. There's a war on Christmas every year. <laughs> we got a general <laughs> leading the war on Christmas. That's right. The postmaster general, in fact, is, I think, somehow involved in the war on Christmas. Uh, Jeff Ross, the roastmaster general. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I was just going to say, and, Mark, you can cut this out. I don't care. <laughs> But uh, Mark, I just think, it in. It's hot. I think it's leave his hot take that cancels that the podcast. The chaos <laughs> meatball Ron has been causing in Florida is going to catch up with him. And everybody's going to go, we don't want this in our state. Jesus. We don't want this in every state. Jesus Christ. I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I think he's got a pretty good shot. Honestly, I feel like Florida likes him. Florida, Florida sort of likes him, but the Democrats didn't put any money against him. They put in 2% of what they did in the last election. Like he didn't have any opposition. They went like, yeah, we want this crazy guy who's an extremist so we can alienate our, you know, voters from him, which I think is a stupid strategy, but I think that that was their goal. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's, I mean, here's, I mean, first off, like Trump and Biden, both of them could die any day now. So yeah. there's always that. But like, I, mm -hmm. I think, I don't know. I, yeah. It is. I'm not sure how DeSantis is good. At, I'm sorry. Meatball Ron is going to do. <laughs> in the general election because like i feel like he's not ever had to be in that arena yet it, like yeah. he's still trying to keep his mouth shut as like you know he's being called a meatball and his, he can't do that forever and i just don't because his like whole thing is a lot of his policies are pretty mild and moderate but then he tries to make them sound crazy he tries to like whip people into a frenzy and i think you're right that may not play very well on a national stage i mean i think looking at education and people are gonna go wait, we got to restructure everything potentially. That's strange. And I didn't even realize he was in the house. So he's got like old votes. Like he voted against social security when he was in the house. Ugh. And so that's going to be brought up. And like, it's just going to be yeah. a lot of people are going to start to realize he's had contradicting opinions. Cause he's one of those dudes who definitely just does whatever's popular in the moment. At the moment. And so yeah. that I think we'll start to like get dragged. I do think he has good endurance. And I think that that's been his strength, but yeah. 
you know, I don't know. Anyway, this is probably all getting cut yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, sorry. What? I don't know why if you know it, this. We have a comedy podcast, yeah, not a political podcast. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean comedy? What are you talking about? You Nothing we news? do is we tell the comedy, truth. Kevin. We tell two things, the truth and the news. Huh. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't oh, come here. Right. And sometimes the two <laughs> are not mutually exclusive. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> that is true. That is yeah. true. Yeah. Oh, man. nobody is safe tonight, right, Mike? <laughs> uh -uh. The media, hey, the media, you're in my crosshairs. Mm. Got him. I'm going to tell y'all that I have a, a a real strong drink. I've been drinking since we started, so this has been going on for a while already. So my ability to make it through to the end of this is beginning to be called into question. Oh, so. oh what you drinking? I mean, I, I feel that way every week with you, Brian. Well, <laughs> that's because my... You were so overwhelmed by my my insight into the news of the day that I could see how that would strain anyone's. So our first story, our first story comes to us from WFMZ News, Channel 69 in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I heard, it. I heard that. <laughs> I heard it. That's good. In where? Allentown where? Allentown, Pennsylvania. This whole story is set in Allentown. The 1990 film, I Love You to Death, was about a wife, played by Tracy Ullman, who hires incompetent hitmen who repeatedly fail to kill her husband, played by Kevin Kline. What's less oh, known about Kevin this Klein. story is that it's based on a real-life couple in Allentown, Pennsylvania. In 1983, Tony and Francis Toto had four kids, and they owned a pizza shop. But it turned out that Tony was cheating on Francis, so Francis hired two teenage hitmen to kill Tony, which they attempted and failed at five times. <laughs> the failed attempts ranged from trying to blow up Tony's car to attacking him with a baseball bat. Finally, Francis put a bottle of sleeping pills in Tony's food, and then the hitmen shot him once in the back of the head and once in the back. But... Tony still didn't die, and five days later, the police realized what had happened. Police arrested Francis and the hitmen, and Tony spent the next 12 days recovering in the hospital, but doctors have never been able to remove the bullet from his skull. As soon as he was out of the hospital, however, Tony bailed out his wife. He said, and I'm, I'm, this is a little bit broken English, I'm just going to warn you ahead of time. Oh, Kevin, you're he better said, than this. Quote, and then we both cry and we said to each other, from now on, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's communicate better. Something we should have done it before. That's what was missing. Despite making up, Francis still had to pay for her crimes and she was jailed for attempted murder until 1988. Nevertheless, last month, the couple celebrated their 57th wedding anniversary, the 40th since Tony was shot. Tony said, quote, did I forgive? Yes. Nothing happened to me. It's okay. Don't do it again. Take it easy. Wow. <laughs> this is making me feel really pathetic that I'm still single. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking couple got their 57th wedding anniversary. <laughs> Shooting him in the back of the head. I, I'm not currently single, but it does make me feel like every single obstacle I had to a relationship was really not that bad. <laughs> you can make it work. Did he not know he was shot? Well, so she gave him, I didn't write this into the story, but she gave him a bot. She put a bottle of sleeping pills in his food. I remember the movie. Uh -huh. And in the movie, she crushes up sleeping pills and puts it all over his spaghetti. Like it's uh Parmesan. <laughs> That's a, good That's a lot. That's and a then good she move. shoots him in the back of the head yeah. and his head falls down in the spaghetti. Does he get killed in the movie? No, it was, uh, it was crazy because I, I kept thinking like the movie is going to be the fictionalized version of this because I vaguely remember that movie. And, and now I'm hearing that it was completely true because, uh, yeah, in the movies, he's like he's Kevin Klein, but he's really like doing like a sort of a, a meatball Ron style Italian <laughs> Jersey guy or whatever. Kind of like. hey. um, hey. And he's yeah, he's real like. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's he's doing this very like ah, yeah character, and he's just like, you know what? You're right. You should have shot me, kind of thing. <laughs> I I was gonna say I I hold grudges a lot more than than this. I think it would be tough for me to let go 
but continue what, what you know about this story, Kevin. So, yeah. So just to answer Brian's question real quick, mm-hmm. apparently, according to the doctors anyway, all the sleeping pills put him into like a semi comatose state. So when he, he got shot and then he kind of woke up, but he was in a haze. She told him he had the flu. And even though he was bleeding, he believed her Yeah, because he never really, his blood pressure was super low and he just never totally recovered. And it wasn't clear how the police found out, but yeah, the police ultimately kind of saved his life. Wow. Five days later. So he had five a bullet in his, he had un, unknowingly right. had a bullet in his head for five days. Yeah, the one, the other one went through his chest. It went just straight through. Did you know about that one? Yeah, he didn't. No, he just thought. He just thought. Uh, apparently, didn't hit any major organs, and he just yeah. was like he, so out of it from the <laughs> sleeping pills. He thought he had the. Uh, his wife's like, "You have the flu." He's like, oh, "Okay, I have the flu." I feel like he didn't tell us the whole story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think, think, uh, think the main bad guy from Fish Called Wanda, but dumber. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. You don't notice a hole in your chest. Yeah, you know what I mean. This sounds like the defense's theory at trial to try to. I feel like this is. They're still this together, is something though. that no person would believe. Well, yeah, I mean, they love each other, and he learned the error of his ways. He won't cheat on Tracy Ullman anymore. Uh, yeah, one. Let's talk about the fact that they gave a. Uh, major motion picture to Tracy Ullman. What about that? Yeah, that's weird, isn't hey, she it? Was, she was, she, that was like, she was starting to like hit a little moment there. She had the Tracy Ullman yeah, show. Yeah, she had that moment with the Tracy Ullman show. <laughs> she got canceled, but the Simpsons got catapulted into... She got canceled? What did she say? <laughs> Dead vaccines aren't real. Right, that's a classic <laughs> Tracy Ullman take. She lost her show because of it. Hey, I'm an old man. I think uh, I think your vaccines aren't real. I'm a pretty girl from the UK. <laughs> she did all her characters didn't believe in vaccines. Mm-hmm. The the one common thread <laughs> united them. Yeah, how did she get? Well, I guess she was she was British famous, right? Well, she was a pop star in England. That's what's the weirdest part about it. But what's yeah, was she a comedian or was she? She just was a, a pop star, and then I think she started doing comedy after that. Like I looked up, I looked up some of this last night because she I was started with. Singing? It was interesting, but yeah, somebody she she was like a hairdresser for the wife of the guy who owns Stiff Records, and she, she was just basically like, "Oh, you can sing. Do you want to put out an album?" My husband puts out albums, and she put out an album, and one of the like one of her songs hit like number six in the U.S. Like I don't remember it at what? all. Yeah. Was it like a was it like a a, a novelty song? What WAP what ass pussy? Is it that song They Don't Know About Us? They don't that was the one that I know oh, of. Yeah. She did a cover of They Don't Know That about might us. be the one. Let's see here. Which is a good eighties jam, honestly. Uh, they don't know, like, yeah. They don't know it was a uh, hit number two in the UK and number eight in the US. It was an international hit. So Mike and Eric, if I can ask y'all a question, because both of you have uh, a career in the comedy arts, uh, it's always been my understanding. I wouldn't call it a career. Well, but... some people would say that. I could, damn it! <laughs> no, 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 minimizing I, your I'm great success. I'm more of an action hero, but yeah, we do. I do. <laughs> oh no, I was talking about Mike, not me. It's no. it's something that you both have more than a passing familiarity with. I was always under the impression that that is largely an American endeavor, like a U.S. American, and that certainly, and like what we're in now, it might be something that's becoming more of an inter- international phenomenon, but the whole the whole profession as stand-up comedian is, is certainly in the 80s, in the era of Tracy Ullman, might have been extremely rare in Britain. Like they, they am, am I completely, like that's just always been led to believe. She wasn't a stand-up. She was like a... She was like an impression sketch lady and stuff. And that was her whole thing. She did like characters. Yeah, well, yeah, her show was a sketch and, show. Uh, but she's terrible at that. Is that what made her famous? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I'm confused. Yeah, yeah. I mean, her show was just her doing all her classic characters. It was one of the things. She, I was wondering why she got such a huge. It must be partly because of this song. But like 
why she got such a big American push because it felt so British in a way that like, it was like, I feel like there's a, just a humor dial that we don't pick up on here on some yeah. like really not all British stuff at all by any means, but like there's some stuff that's very like, this is not made for us. This is made for, there's a mood over there they can tie into that will never hit the mood here. Right. Right. There's just something about being British that is vastly different and has something to do with traffic circles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> beans for breakfast. Yeah. Sweet beans. Why they, that's why they like Mr. Bean. They watch him at breakfast time. Yeah, because he's a breakfast guy. You know, I like it when we solve one. I feel like this one's been <laughs> yeah. solved. It is We've good. solved British humor. <laughs> You're welcome, world. Who, what, can we get some other cast members of this movie? I'm trying to remember who the... the... Well, there's, there's River Phoenix. Yes. There's uh, uh, Keanu Reeves plays Keanu Reeves. one of the hitmen. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 So they reunited from uh, My Own Private Idaho. I oh, yeah. Like you ever see My Own Private Idaho where they play a couple of gay yeah. prostitutes? Was the song before or after that movie? Before. I think it was, I think, yeah, it was before. Okay. Let's see. There's uh, William Hurt. No. Joan Plowright. Oh, Plowright. Ooh. Is there a wrong yeah. one? Plowright. Hey. Hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> uh, Victoria <laughs> Jackson as Lacey. Hey, now there's there's a there's a lady that doesn't believe in vaccines. Oh, Heather Graham's in it. <laughs> Early Heather Graham appearance. Ooh, la la. And Phoebe Cates as Joey's um, um, disco um, girl, uncredited, probably because she was married to Kevin Klein by that point. Hmm. Still married to this day, right? Um, yeah. Are the are I? I mean, I hope so. Oh, she married. They've got married the next year in '89. Oh no, this is '90s. It'd be crazy if yeah. they broke up. But the fucking real guy that got his head shot in by his wife. Wow. Because now he just stick it out with her, and he couldn't stick <laughs> wow. it out with the prettiest girl of the '80s. I think it would be better if Kevin Klein and Phoebe Phoebe Cates are on the on the. You know, on the splits, and then uh, Tony Toto comes in and goes, "Hold on, I'll fix this." Tells him how to laugh and love again. They've loved each other. They just yeah. forgotten to show each other how. What happened to the two guys that actually pulled, tried the five time pulling the hits? Uh, I didn't. I couldn't find out how long that they were sentenced, but you know, I I have to assume to at least 1988, but probably longer. Man, they got to be pissed off if they're like rotten in jail, and this guy just gets back together with his and wife. And I feel like in the movie, <laughs> one of the two hitmen, Keanu Reeves or River Phoenix, was in love with Tracy Ullman. No, no, yet River Phoenix is in love with Tracy Ullman, but he's not. the The hitmen were William Hurt and uh, Keanu Reeves. He just like hooked up. Uh, River Phoenix was just like, "Oh, I got these cousins or whatever." Okay, yeah, and they'll. Uh, and and River Phoenix's name is Devo. Devo, <laughs> Devo, and then last name Nod. Devo Nod. Devo Nod. Which is almost as weird a name as River Phoenix. Leaf Phoenix, Flower Phoenix. Hmm? They all had crazy hippie names because their parents were hippies in a in the uh, Children of God cult. That's right. And uh, Cultist, uh, River yeah. Phoenix uh. once talked about how he lost his virginity in a tent. With his entire family, mom, dad, brothers, sisters, all sitting around in a circle, directly outside, rooting him on. It's kind of like Midsummer. See, now that, that one makes me feel even sadder than I'm still That's right. That's a pretty baller story. Now, are you still single or are you still a virgin? Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't need to get into yeah, all that. I mean, it, it is hard because your, your whole family right. was around the tent just jeering you, going, you can't do this. <laughs> That's right. Boo. <laughs> right. Boo. This is baseball Boo. over again. This is, that's right. You never do anything right. Why do we waste that money on lessons? So, are you yeah. guys ready for our next story? Oh, yeah. All right. Wait, wait. Have you guys, have it, Mike, you've seen the movie. What, what, what kind of rating do you Man, give it? Man, I remember thinking this is going to be really fun and then kind of being kind of bored with it. But also, I mean, it's probably been 25 years since I've seen that movie. I don't really remember that much of it. Yeah. I mean, I will tell you a pretty cool, pretty cool movie though. John Wick. <laughs> Keanu Reeves is in that one. Keanu also Reeves is Keanu in that Reeves. one too. He, his, uh, he's, they killed his so, dog 
and now he's got to kill them. Yeah, John Wick. So, Eric, Brian, did you have you seen this movie? Oh, I I definitely can can remember having seen it when I was younger, but I don't really remember it that well. But like the more we yeah. talked about, it, I was like, oh, I do remember this movie. Do you, do you have a rating for us? I don't remember. I don't remember if I liked it though. It's been way too long. This would have had to have been at least twenty twenty five yeah. years ago. Well, yeah, it came out thirty two years ago. Thirty what year is it? Thirty three years ago. So did Kevin Klein have like a borderline offensive Italian accent in it? Like yes. is it a borderline? Yeah. Oh, you're making fun of Italian people. I think yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Right. Similar to yeah, I think he like wears a wears a um like a wife beater wife beater the entire you know yeah yeah okay <laughs> I just want to make sure that I've seen parts of it probably on USA late at night is it worse than his offensive French accent and is it French Kiss I've never seen that movie Meg Ryan he does a really I've never seen that movie you know it's a cool movie though you know it's a cool movie though John Wick Part Two. Oh, they made a second one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With different people, right? No, it's, it, they, he still remembers that they killed his dog, and he's still mad. <laughs> oh, 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 man. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I don't call him man best friend for nothing. Uh-uh. So our next story comes to us from Sora News 24, a Japanese news site. George Soros News. I hate this guy. Mike makes that same, I hate this guy. Same joke every single well, time still, we do Sora I still news. fucking hate this guy. And I'll tell you why I hate him. He owes, he owes me union scale SAG after rates because I was protesting at a, at a thing and I never got paid. Where, where were you protesting? Uh, I, I was a I was protesting. Um, it was a Christian event, and I, they, he paid me and a bunch of guys. It was actually it was the it was the lighting of the Christmas tree the at Rockefeller Center, and I went down there with my Antifa thug friends and just walked around <laughs> going like, "Religion is bad. We hate religion. We hate Christmas." Nah, nah, nah. Listen, that I, I listen. You give me a script and I read it. I don't. It's my. It's my job to. It's my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wrote that yeah. down. R a a r a a r a a a w. Ra ra ra. So Japan is a country known for its incredibly low crime rates. Nevertheless. One man in Osaka tried to single-handedly change this recently when he attempted to rob four convenience stores in just 20 minutes. Oh. The crime spree began at 3 a.m. when the man allegedly threatened a clerk with a large kitchen knife. He then escaped with 60,000 yen, or about $454. It's unclear what happened when he tried to rob the next two convenience stores, but between the third and fourth ones, he stopped... At a, at a different convenience store, which he didn't rob, and he paid for his phone bill using the money he'd just stolen. The man then continued to his last location, but it's not clear if he got away with any more money. Unfortunately for the man, police were able to track his movements using various security cameras in the area, and I want to point this out. The entire area had a radius of just 547 yards, or 500 meters, so he wasn't very hard to track. Police found when he went into the convenience store to pay his bill, and they, they traced the phone bill transaction to easily identify him. The man admitted to his crimes and said he had money problems, but at least his phone still works. Why are there so many convenience stores right next to each other? This seems like poor planning. But it's like in New York City, you just there's like one on every block, and people... People, right. there are people like sit on one block or whatever. It's, it's, it's Tokyo. Jack, when you live in a land where convenience stores never get robbed, yeah, I mean, it just right. everybody wants one. It's like not hunting deer. I mean, I thought about it too as being a lot, but then I thought I'm within, I'm easily within 500 yards of one, two, of at least four convenience stores. And I don't even live on a good yeah, street. That, that is convenient. very convenient. I mean, there's some. <laughs> I mean, what if there was only one store per state? That'd be a pretty much an inconvenience store, mm. if you know what I mean. And I, where, where in Japan did this happen? Osaka. Yeah, I mean that's mm -hmm. like it's probably very metropolitan. There's a lot of you know places where there's literally, literally yeah. like convenience stores across the street from each other. Um, I will say Japan. The time I was over there, it is it it feels like there's like no crime. <laughs> what? Thank you, Brian. There he goes. He's always talking about his trip to oh, Japan yeah. again. 
Good boy, I went to Japan. Well, I, it was it wasn't like work; it was a sex tourism thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I read your blog. Four floors of whores. There is a place called. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like that movie, The Raid, but with whores. Wow. You know, you watched that movie. Uh, I was, tried watching that HBO show, Tokyo Vice, and it was like this Michael Mann uh-huh. show about Tokyo yeah. and like this. It was good, but also like, didn't you think like this? They don't really their crime isn't really that bad. It's not like it's like one person maybe <laughs> got murdered or something like that, and the rest was all like, ah, oh, we. We 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 built this building too wide or something. <laughs> like we covered that guy who stole a a motor like a basically a motorcycle. He got in a hit and run with his motorcycle, and two months later, a cop recognized his motorcycle. Wasn't it a three wheeler? It was a three wheeler, but the wheels are too. The back wheels are super close together. I don't want to give the impression that it's like a a giant tricycle. I mean, yeah, it's a <laughs> giant tricycle, just not with wide wheels. Yeah. Didn't he get caught in an alley that got narrower and narrower? Yeah, eventually, yeah, eventually he got caught in an alley. <laughs> yeah. A cartoon alley <laughs> right. that just gets narrow. That's the building they made too wide. Who builds an alley? <laughs> Who builds an alley, though, that purposely? I was going to say, I bet it's noticeable because it probably had, like, an anime sticker on it or something. I wouldn't know. I've never been, I've never been to Japan. <laughs> oh, it's so. crazy because I have. I have. Oh, uh, Mike's been to Japan. No, Just let me say this about Japan because it it's hours. interesting. Um, and oh. it's from my experience that I had over there. Oh, so weird. Uh, I was walking around <laughs> loving the fact I was in Japan. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I, 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 it really did feel like there wasn't a lot of crime. It also felt like there was not a, a speck of trash anywhere. And there were no public trash cans. So people, I Whoa. guess, just walked around hmm. with their... their you know, they're trash all day or something like that. Have you ever seen the movie Lost in Translation? Mm-mm. Well, that movie's set in Japan. <laughs> so. Oh, it's weird. What do you know? Wow. About, do you know something about Japan? Yeah, I went there one time. You did? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Also, I've seen I've seen every anime. Was it like the movie see. Lost in Translation? Oh. Wow, yep. that's a lot of anime. I feel like we should just start asking. Yeah, just ask me if it's anime, I'll tell you if I've seen it. Uh, Fist of the North Star. Yep. Akira. Oh, that's two. Akira, yep. To both of them? Mm-hmm. Did you say yes to to Fist of the North Star? Yeah, I, I said yes, yeah, to Fist of the North Star. Oh, okay. I saw them both in the same <laughs> theater. <laughs> I think with me, both. Uh, one of them with yeah. me, I think. Yeah. The Inwood for our Dallas listeners. They, lo- they love Kentucky Fried yeah. Chicken over there. Oh, yeah. I know that. You gotta we get covered that. I can confirm that. Uh, as I was in Japan one time, <laughs> and as I was walking around, I noticed, boy, oh boy, there sure is a lot of Kentucky Fried Chicken around here. And I, I asked multiple people, I said, do you like Kentucky Fried Chicken? And they didn't know what I was saying mm-hmm. because of the language barrier, mm-hmm. but they were holding Kentucky Fried Chicken, right. and the way they were eating it made me, you know, I used deductive reasoning to think, uh, man, people really like Kentucky Fried Chicken over here. No. Did you buy any of them uh, used panties from the vending machine? No, but I brought a bunch. <laughs> I, I brought a bunch over there. Uh, not with the intention to sell them. Venture. I just, I just need I just kind of a safety blanket sort of thing. <laughs> I'm sort of like Linus from Peanuts, except for it's, it's dirty panties that I carry with me all the time. And I suck my thumb when I'm holding them. Mm. <laughs> right. Well, I'm proud of this guy. That's all I can say. Yeah. Wait, who are we talking about again? Oh, the guy who robbed uh, all the... Oh I, oh, I thought we were talking about me for going to Japan. Oh, have you, have you been to Japan? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Proud I'm of proud yourself. of that guy. Me. For going. Right. So this guy, did he... did? And I might have missed this in the story. It'd be, uh, did he use a weapon to hold up the store, or was it like what? He had a he had a, a kitchen a knife. knife. A kitchen knife. It was yeah. He had like a big like it was yeah. an eight inch kitchen knife. I don't know how many centimeters that is off the top of my head. Probably about because I cut it out 60. of the story. <gasps> oh, uh oh. 
Look at oh, this. Oh, man. Ladies and oh, gentlemen. Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. On, guys. It's shit. happening. <laughs> what did I get into? Uh, we've done something wrong, Actually, I feel like. Actually, you know what? Uh, this is good. Uh, la- listeners, uh, Mark Ryan just showed up. And Mark Ryan, God if I'm it. not mistaken, is another person that has been to Japan. That's true. That, Mark, that's uh, correct. maybe we can get these guys on mute because two of us can talk because we've both been to Japan. And the, right. everyone else... <laughs> wait, I didn't even check. You guys haven't been to Japan, right? I have not. Okay. I have not. No. I actually have been, I actually have been to oh, Japan. Oh, shit. Well, you're no, also I'm the guest, so you're not allowed to talk. So, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I, yeah. So, we, I apologize for the rest of the guys because they tend to not talk to the guests. So, you know. That's... Yeah, we are terrible about that, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. You have a guest and then yeah, you don't actually interview them. Invite a guest <laughs> and then tell him to shut up. It's okay. I, just to let you know, we did like like 10 minutes of really... Uh, probably five minutes of really stiff president. Yeah, stiff is when we were talking about presidential dicks. All back. <laughs> we were talking about that. That's an excellent callback. <laughs> okay, so now what's yeah, what, Mark? Which which president do you think has the big had the biggest dick? Uh, Johnson, right? There we go. Yeah. It's consensus. Yeah. Larry Johnson. Johnson rule. Got the name. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> President Larry. So what's Johnson. up with Japan? What do we, what's well? What's there's going this guy, this? and he robbed like five, four, five stores in a four stores in a small radius, and like a five hundred. That's like radius. a big deal in in Japan. That's something that like God. I mean, I've 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 done that over here, and I didn't get caught. And I've been to Japan. Yeah, nobody cares here. <laughs> yeah, didn't make the news. Yeah, and just held up a knife at him too. I mean, I don't even know. I just yeah, that's like, true. Like an he only used an eight inch knife, which is like one third of a LBJ dick. Yeah, and that's right. all it took. That's <laughs> all it took to to rob these convenience stores. A kitchen knife. Yeah, well, it just took them by surprise because none of them are prepared for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. right. Right. If I was behind a counter and the guy just like shoves a knife, like I mean, right. Maybe just try to like smack it away from them. I don't even know if like that would be Here enough in Japan. Beat up with a t-ball. They don't bat. know. They don't know what. They don't know yeah. how knife is. That's uh yeah. Wait, is t-ball the the the? No, I'm thinking wiffle ball. No, t-ball bat's the perfect. <laughs> you think you think convenience store owners are keeping a wiffle ball bat behind? <laughs> it's bright yellow. The Maybe the you, you could do some damage to that <laughs> fat red one. Yep. <laughs> just making that little sound. Fill <laughs> with concrete. I'll do it. Yeah, fill it, fill it with quarters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wiffle ball bat filled with quarters. Damn. <laughs> then you whack them. Yeah. Dead. Uh, or just a just a just a bag <laughs> filled with soda pops. Oh, oh man, bad boys. <laughs> the greatest Sean Penn movie ever made. Uh, Who else was in that movie? Isai Morales. Which one? It's about Sean Penn. He's a kid. He goes to a, a, a reformatory school, and he's called Bad Boys. Yeah. Oh, so I thought you meant the Bad Boys with Will Smith and uh. That's Bad Boys. Uh, for Sean Lawrence. Penn's Sean Penn's not in that movie, Kevin. Thanks, Brad. Yeah, they didn't bring him. Ba- they didn't yeah. bring him back for Bad Boys too. No, it was it wasn't the bit that Sean Penn was like a he was like a rich kid, and so he wouldn't fit in in the reform. Like everybody picked on him. Well, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't. I know he's in jail. Like only the last ten minutes is good. I think. Yeah, it's because when he beats the guy with a bag full of sodas. Because that's when he gets the pillowcase. Yeah, and there's like, I guess as I the scene as I recall is they're in some Mm -hmm. sort of gymnasium with chain link around it, almost like a Thunderdome thing, and he somehow bars everyone outside of it, and the counselor who's been trying to reach him this entire movie is pleading with him not to do it. And he still fills his pillowcase with soda cans and beats the shit out of somebody. It's pretty good. That's mm-hmm. pretty, that's a <laughs> sick move. Cause I bet it'd be fun too. Cause like when you hit him with the soda cans then they start <laughs> squirting and spraying everywhere. If I was standing right next to him, I'd be going, ah, opening my mouth, trying to get a little bit of that sweet, sweet Pepsi. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They should have done that in the movie. Like while he's wailing on him, all the other inmates are just getting drenched in Pepsi and just like having a great wow. time. And, and, and they turn it into like a Pepsi Super Bowl commercial. You know what? 
That would be a good super commercial. And you know, I don't know if I've told you guys this. I only okay, watch cool. the Super Bowl for the commercials. Yeah. It's a little something interesting about me. They're really good. Very good. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> they do like the Breaking Bad Super Bowl commercial. They bring back all this old stuff. That would be so great to just bring back <laughs> yeah. Sean Penn now to recreate the season <laughs> for like a Pepsi commercial. But people will yeah. be like, what is that a reference to? <laughs> like it's beats to shit out of somebody like in like in that 30 second spot <laughs> yeah like that literally yeah, literally just murders this guy with pepsi cans <laughs> and then mm-hmm. it just cuts to the pepsi logo and everybody's like what the fuck was oh i buy oh. pepsi <laughs> he's just pepsi yep <laughs> i go to the store immediately so our next story is a bonus story bo bo bonus if you want to listen to this go to our patreon and subscribe at at least the three dollar level that's the knights of kevin level and you'll get access to this and all of our other bonus stories i will give you a little taste here this is about what is possibly the worst airline passenger of all time we did the lady who was uh nursing a cat in the middle of a flight and saying it was her baby this may be worse than that (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say that it's uh one of the guys from that 9-11 flight. (laughs) 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 Which one? Which one do you think was the worst passenger? They're all not the kind of guys I want to be on a flight with. There's one guy... There's one guy who not only hijacked the plane, but also was kicking the seat in front of him and kept kept ringing the call button. Opened up a bag of, of leftover shrimp and started eating it. <laughs> it was obvious. It had obviously gone he bad. Did he not didn't care. care. He was getting food poisoning. Uh, okay, so... So that wraps up another week of the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us. Oh, wait, Eric, where can people find you? Uh, uh, social media, like nowhere. I don't do social media. You're, you got a uh, I guess just email me. You got a Substack. <laughs> oh, my Substack. Yes. Yes. Uh, Substack. Eric Krug, print the legend. Print the legend. Yeah. The Substack. Email us at internationalnews at gmail.com. This coming Sunday is daylight savings time. Remember to tell your friends to set their clocks forward and to listen to INS. Check out the INS merch store at Redbubble and our Patreon. And don't forget to check out our subreddit at r slash INS pod. We'll see you next week. Aliens are real. Tom DeLonge. Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.